Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming at you once again with episode number 27, Corey. Woohoo! 27. Oh, yeah. There's 27. nothing big about 27, really. Um, yeah. Just, hey, here we are. Yeah. We're rolling. It's, We're going. It's that age. It You start to drift. I mean, if you're talking about age, you you start drifting closer to to thirty at that point. Hey, you be kind careful. of crest of the hill, and I'm about to turn yeah. twenty seven. So be careful what you say right and now. It'll be you'll be closer than you've ever been to thirty. Oof! At that moment, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a great time though. I ain't but uh, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey, it's um, <laughs> how have you been doing? We're we're a couple of days from Valentine's Day. Do you got anything planned, mm-hmm. sir? Yeah, we're going out uh, out on the town, as you'd like to say. Mm-hmm. That'd be very uh, nice. Yeah. yeah, we're just, um, I mean, we live like 10-ish minutes from downtown, so we're going to go out, uh, get a little bit of wine, and we have dinner resis, so it'll be a nice. good little night, we think. Yeah, good deal. You, Not, we've never been huge, like, go-out-for-Valentine's-Day people. We've always kind of, you know... Um, depending on the year, like most, most of the time we'll kind of like prepare something like cook something special, just something that's a little bit more involved that we both can like cook together on yeah. and just kind of have like a more, just, just so we don't have to go out and just like yeah. brave everybody. Plus my wife's birthday is a week before Valentine's day. So mm. usually we'll, you know, we're doing something for that too. So we'll kind of tone it back for Valentine's yeah. day a little bit. Um, so we don't have anything huge planned, um, but you know we'll we'll wing it. We'll figure it out. It's the life of a of parents of a baby, <laughs> so, <laughs> of a little, a little um, munchkin. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, but yeah, it's uh, Valentine's weekend coming up. S- the Super Bowl is coming up as well tomorrow um, mm-hmm. for fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, who's even in it? <laughs> Exactly. Know who's in it? Uh, it's the Rams it's the, versus the Bengals. The Bengals. That's what it was. Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati versus Los yeah. Angeles. So yeah. Small market I mean, team. I guess I would. Team. Yeah, I guess I would go for the Rams just because, like, whenever I was a kid, I remember being into the St. Louis Rams a good bit. So ah, I would kind of like. Yes. I would. I would go that direction. Maybe. Well, they moved to Los Angeles now. They, yeah. They, yeah, they're they're, they're in Los Angeles, the but you know. Just out of uh, fair enough. Just out yeah. of nostalgia. Yeah. Um. What about you? Bengals. Oh, I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, I care, but I don't care at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I probably like the Bengals. I like the idea of a small market team winning, and um, it's going to be tough for them to keep like that group together. I think going into next okay. season. Um, okay. They got a lot of really really good players, and it'll be interesting. Very nice underdog story, everybody. Um, oh, but on the other hand, I don't know if you've seen. There's a potential rumor or leak that the new Lord of the Rings tr- uh, show trailer will drop at some point during the Super Bowl. So I that's did hear that. Yeah, I did hear that, um, which would be really exciting. I'm, I'm, yes. I, I am. <clears throat> I like Lord of the Rings. A lot. Like I, I really like the story and the construction of it and Tolkien just in general, his world building and everything, but I've never been like a massive, massive Lord of the Rings fan. Like it's never been this yep. huge like part of my identity that I've just like, you know, wanted to 
every single thing Lord of the Rings wanted to eat up. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm not like as excited as some people going into like the new show for Amazon, but like I'm excited to see, I mean, just more Lord of the Rings. I mean, that's oh, yeah. always positive. I mean, like we've been as much as I enjoy Star Wars, like, you know, we we're a little Star Wars out. I feel like at this point, I, like I we agree. can, <laughs> we can kind of break. skew the other direction and get some of that. Uh, Granted, Lord of the Rings they did. They've announced the Kenobi show is coming out in May, and that's really the only big Star Wars thing I've been looking forward to. So after that, I'm okay with a little break on Star Wars. Yeah, I've um, Kenobi thing. I think will be really neat too. But um, but Corey, uh, video yes. games right now. Video games. Um, yes. We're we're yes, talking yes, about yes. football. We're talking about Lord of the Rings. These aren't video games, Corey. This These is not, not a. I'm sorry. This is not a football sorry. podcast. Big tangent. Talk about big tangent. Uh, Corey, um, so we have a few things to talk about this week. You and I have continued to play Arceus. You and I have started to play Sifu, and Sifu. and if if that weren't enough, um, uh, Nintendo had a direct this week. We want to talk about N- it. Nintendo, did they have a direct? <laughs> direct to my wallet. That's what it was. Oh yeah, direct to your heart. Direct. In your pants, what? what? Oh, <laughs> uh, but we'll get we'll get to that later. Uh, Corey, 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 Corey. Yes. Yeah, I'm just here. calm down. Um, Corey, uh, let's talk about let's lead into Arceus. Tell me, tell me how you've with- been doing. We talked a lot about it last week. We won't dig into it too much this week. I feel like a lot of it's just gonna be a little bit of an update for everybody. But have you been enjoying? Your journey in the Hisui region. I'm still digging it. Uh, I think um, all of the pros and cons I pointed out last week is still stand. I'm only in the second region, but I can essentially take on the second noble boss at any point. I've, I think that's my okay. next goal, but I've ran around, caught a ton of uh, Krogunk or Krogunk. Um, yep. uh, caught a lot of Psyduck and just a bunch of everything. I've, I think I've unintentionally just been like really filling out the Pokédex as I've gone. I've just been exploring, seeing what like each region has and once I've been tapped out, which I am now with the second region, I'm like, okay, let's go take care of the Noble now. Um, okay. which I probably would have done already had it not been for what we will talk about soon, which is Sifu. Um, yep. but I'm still digging it. It's still a lot of fun. I'm excited to see what the third region has. I'm probably going to pick it up in the morning, play um, a couple hours just because it, it's a good morning game. That makes sense. There's mm-hmm. games that have like yeah. specific, you know, times and kind of stuff. I mean, they don't, but for me, they do. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Legends is one of those. It's like, this is a good, like, let me make a cup of coffee. I'll play that and drink that. And then like, once I'm done with my cup of coffee, like, you know, I'll probably set this down. It's a good, yep. I think, like 30, maybe 40 minutes of nice, relaxing fun for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, it, I'm, so I think last week whenever we spoke, I was just out of the, you and I were about around the same point, kind of end of the first area, beginning of the second yeah. area. Um, I, well yeah, I'm, well, I mean, you say that, but it's not, I mean, time wise, the game's relatively, at least with the areas, I know there's a lot of content and a lot of like, 
you know, side quests and Pokemon catching that you can do. But like the main story is relatively brief, I think, unless there's just a huge chunk of stuff about oh, to come yeah, up. No. But I'm in the fifth area, um, which is the Iceland area. Um, I think about to take on the Noble 2. Um, so I've been through, to my knowledge, there are five, like there are yeah, five yeah. main areas. Um, so that kind of rounds that out. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm still really enjoying it. I think, you know, I, I definitely am not as super mega hot on it as some people. Like I know some people who are legitimately like, I don't want old Pokemon anymore. This is what I want going forward. This is the thing that I've always needed. Um, I'm not in that spot. Like that isn't the, um, I would be totally happy with legends continuing and having Mm -hmm. like this offshoot series that like does this kind of thing. And I would also be really cool with some of these elements coming into the primary series. You know, we kind of talked about that last week, but I, yeah, it's, it's still like, I don't know. I think like the biggest thing is I have, I, I heard somebody talking about this on a podcast over the week, but they were talking about having like zero connection to any of the Pokemon that you're playing with. Like in a normal Pokemon game, it's like you are crafting your team. Yes, like you're going yes. through when you were like, you feel this connection because you were actively trying to craft this team to make up like, some of your favorites, but also the ones that can like adequately carry you along through different areas. And with this, yeah, I mean like I'm holding on to specific ones, but it is one of those things where like, because you were actively trying to complete these entries in the Pokedex and like there, there aren't really a lot of fights that have like, you're not going up against gym leaders who have specific yeah. types and you're having to like cater it this way or going through these like gauntlets where it's a lot of different types that you're having to kind of like compensate for. You're kind of incentivized just to like bounce them in and out. And also yeah. the fact that like you can run around and just like, Oh, here's, here's like a field of Bidoofs. Let me catch yeah. 20 of them. Like you're not really having that same connection. So oh, yeah, I think it is like there, there are, tons of pros and cons i love what it is and i love the general like um the feeling of playing arceus i think it feels good i think the general vibe of being able to actually like be out and actually have this like tangible connection to the pokemon rather than it being oh here's a random battle now they're popping out now this is the only time you're interacting like you know the it definitely feels a lot more lived in and a lot more like realized in that way but it does feel a little bit, I do feel a little bit less of the connection to the mm-hmm. Pokemon, to the world, to whatever than I do in a regular Pokemon game. Um, so that, you know, that is the, that's the downside. That's the negative on my end. Um, still really enjoying it. Still, you know, going to play it through. Um, going to do post-game stuff, catch Pokemon, do right, some right. side stuff. But it's definitely not like I, am not sitting here just like throughout the old ways. This is right. This is it. Like, you know, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad it exists. Still loving it. Still, um, uh, still think it's good. 
Nice. Yeah. And I think going on what you said earlier compared to this game and like a regular, like I think I've got like 90 Pokemon this game, mm-hmm. which is great. It's a lot of fun. Like you're going around just slinging Pokeballs like it's nothing. But when I can, there is no like real distinct like attachment I have outside of the starter, in my opinion, in this right. game. Um, while compared to like my most recent Brilliant Diamond run, like I think I called maybe 12 or 13, they all have nicknames and they all serve like a very distinct purpose. And that was like oh, me right. really crafting my party out. And like, this is like, like this is who I want. This is like what I, I want to roll with for the game. And I didn't really deviate too much from like that general idea uh, throughout, which I think yeah. I enjoy that a lot more. Like I have my team, they have their nicknames, like I know them in and out, like this is my core. And while this still very fun, so like, you know, I have my ones that I keep, but I'm still rotating so much more. And yeah. I, I would say that's probably my biggest thing that I, you know, I don't like just because um, there isn't the attachment, like you were saying. And yeah. Yeah, it makes it, I think, a lot easier for me to just like set down because I'm not spending time with like that core and like that group kind of how like you would with a JRPG. It's just like that isn't there isn't a team that I can cling to. It's just like full rotating like saloon barn doors. It's not a bad thing, but um, I think I didn't really like piece that together. But that's like a good point. That's really where I think my. Not there isn't a disconnect, but there was. That's where it. Did. That's where it would be. Yeah, yeah. And it's, sorry, this is me and, rambling there. No, I mean it's 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 a different experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, all that being said, like there are, I think Arceus brings a lot of like quality of life things to the game that like were very necessary. Like you know, skills being able to swap out mm-hmm. skills, like it having mm-hmm. this effect where i mean basically like spells in a jrpg where it's just like okay yeah i'm gonna go in i'm going to switch these out i'm gonna try this thing and then like boom i can use them rather than it being Mm -hmm. this i have to go to a move trainer and then i have to forget it and then it's like are you sure you want to forget it okay like you know all this kind of stuff that it's been doing for years and years and years like right some of that stuff is just like very nice streamlined it it Um, is being able to just evolve your pokemon when you want like being able yes. right um stuff like that is kind of nice like um so i do really hope a lot of that stuff carries over because i think it's really neat um so you know here's hoping um here's hoping man but, fingers crossed yeah 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 um but cory you hinted to it we talked about it earlier you and i have both been playing sifu um yes. cory what is what's sifu for for fans at home who may not know what it is sifu is a ooh how it's multiple genres it's souls like it's a roguelike and it is a very um combat focused game it yeah. is not a cozy game um <laughs> i think the closest game i could compare it to would be sekiro shadows die twice if anyone's played that um, it is very similar in terms of mechanics um, yeah. to that game. But essentially, you start out as a 
um, young uh, kung fu uh, child who witnesses her, what we assume her father's death. You know more than me. Uh, you are farther along than me. Um, at the hands of these five different individuals, you grow up mm-hmm. and you hunt them down on your quest for vengeance going um, one at a time. Uh, the kicker is, is each time you die, quote unquote, you age up. And for every time you die, that's how many years you age up. And so if you die once, yeah. you go from 20 to 21. At that point, your age uh, death count um, is now, once you die again, it's two. And so instead of 21, 22, you go up to 23 and so on and so forth. And after age 70, like that's it. It's like you got to try again. Yeah. And yeah, that is yeah. seafood. Oh, also it's crushingly <laughs> difficult. By the way. Yeah. I heard somebody describe it and it I mean legitimately feels like this is that it's like a fighting game masquerading as a brawler. Um because yeah. I think like going into it, you kind of have this expectation that oh, it's just gonna be like this. Like I just I press square and it's like and I'm just like fists like mm-hmm. fighting 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 stylish in like reality it it does have the feeling a lot more of like a fighting game where there are a lot of combos there's a lot of like reading opponents it does in a way almost kind of feel like a chess game sometimes where you're actively having to move and strategize and like think ahead like mm-hmm. there is a significant amount of strategy and it has elements of like it does have some of the difficulty and some of the like especially with Sekiro, like some of the um, the stance bar and some of the parrying mm-hmm. and stuff like that from Sekiro, um, very like reminiscent of that, and has a little bit of roguelike. Like it's, I think it's worth pointing out that, because I, I was confused on this going in exactly how the structure worked, but yeah, the, the goal of the game, essentially, you start at 20, you, it's game over, Basically, anytime you die after you've passed age 70 mm-hmm. and your goal is to beat all five of the bosses and their respective areas before you age out of 70. Like, so your is it tough? Yeah, your <laughs> so your deaths and the and that's the thing is like it is kind of um can't remember the word. Um, but it is kind of this mathematical compounding of mm-hmm. deaths as you go along, where it is like, you know, depending on like as you play through the game, you can you'll raise or lower your death counter. But whenever you die, that death counter causes your age to age you further than mm-hmm. it may otherwise, if that makes sense. So it's you know, the higher your death counter, the quicker you'll age and the more likely you'll have a game over before you get to the end. Mm -hmm. Um, The beneficial thing is that like, it's not the roguelike kind of comparison kind of ends in that Mm -hmm. range, just because like you, it does give you a lot of grace in say, you know, say you make it say by the time you cleared the second area, you're age 60 and you're like, how, how in the world am I going to get through the next three areas in like a couple of lives? You can go back and you can, um, 
retry older areas, get better ages, whatever, mm-hmm. and that'll carry moving forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is a at its core is just a it's a Kill Bill type revenge Kill story, <laughs> stylish good comparison martial arts game. Yeah, um, and legitimately, I mean, like blanket statement from me. I know that there have been. A lot of reviews that like some of them are glowing, some of them are really lukewarm. Um, I, I mean, I think it's one of the best games that I've played in a long time. Like, oh, it is. It's a goatee contender. I know it's February, yeah. but it's it's a goatee contender. It's. I mean, I. So my negatives of it are that it is like it is a little obtuse in some of the mm-hmm. way that it like works and trying to make sense of some of the systems. And I think one of the biggest negatives about it is that like the, where like in roguelikes you'll lose experience or you'll lose items or something when you die with this, the thing that you're losing are like combos that you've Mm -hmm. unlocked along the way. So it can make it confusing as you're going along. And like, there've been times where I'm going into fights trying to use a combo that I haven't unlocked yet, even though I yes. unlocked it previously. Yes. Stuff like that is not great. Stuff like that can be confusing. Now, granted, you can like permanently unlock them, but that you that isn't something that's like... Technically, like six different occasions, sometimes more. Yeah, it's it's not something where whenever you're first starting out, you really grasp or understand or can really do. You're just kind of like going trying to figure this out um and but i think once you become somewhat familiar with that it does become a very rewarding experience Mm -hmm. in a similar way i know you didn't play a ton of sekiro but sekiro legitimately felt that way to me where like dark souls games in general like i love but there are plenty of times where you're going into a dark souls fight and you were cheesing something. Yes, yeah. Like you could kind of find this situation, like this animation or this area that you could kind of duck out of the way and just kind of like throw a spell or throw a bomb or like cheese it in some way. Um, not the case in plenty of situations, but it wasn't a game about like technical skill. It was just like, and in some cases, like that's that's to its credit. Like somebody who mm. needs, who can't necessarily do some of the more technical aspects like it's a more accessible game to them um but playing through Sekiro was something that was very rewarding to me because it did feel like I could kind of master a lot of these systems like things that were very just actively impossible right from the get go mm-hmm. I could master and beat in one fell swoop without like new skills, new upgrades, whatever, just having the sense of how to play the game better. Um, and that was something that carried on through all of Sekiro. Like there was just, there was a sense of like reward as I went along every step of the way where I just felt like I was actively getting better at this game and being rewarded for it. Like, and that's kind of the thing that I'm taking away from Sifu is that it is this experience where like 
there are times where I've beaten my head against the wall where it's like, you know, Many you, times. you are, you are in an, so you're in the second area. Mm-hmm. I have effectively, You've effectively beaten, beaten the game. Right. It's not like rolled credits, quote unquote, but I have beaten the five bosses. Um, but like the area that you were stuck at, I was stuck at like mm-hmm. legitimately was going up against the boss and losing, like being in my twenties and aging all the way up and dying just against him. Like mm. could not figure it out. Could not get it down. Yeah. And now like I'm beating him, maybe dying once. Like, you know, I mean, it's not like, and it, it's not that I'm in some cases, like I've permanently unlocked some skills or whatever, but it's not that I'm like physically more powerful or have all these unlocks. It's just, I'm getting some of those systems, getting down, some of the movements, some of the rhythms. Uh, so it is this thing where it does feel like I'm being rewarded for just like understanding the game a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes like, I understand that that's not for everyone. Like it's not the most accessible. It's not something no. that like, um, that everybody can pick up and, and be, do. And fair, like, it is getting it, an easy mode here soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm all about, like, I know that there were, um, there were a lot of outcries for Sekiro to have more accessibility of being able to do those mm-hmm. things. And there was kind of some pushback saying it's not really that kind of game. I am all about like, you know, we've had this conversation with like Celeste is, yes. was kind of this paragon of some of that stuff where it was like very hard platformer, extremely hard. But if you tone the, or if you tune the accessibility, you could make it to where it was basically a story mode game. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't die. You had infinite jumps and dashes and all this kind of stuff just because like it was important to the developers to make it something that everybody could play. And I think that that is important. Like I, I think people should be able to judge what kind of experience they want from whatever game yeah. they have. So I, you know, um, we'll talk about it later, but like, you know, uh, Metro dread also yeah. getting like an easier mode mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, like more options for people to play it. So like, um, I, completely understand that criticism with Sifu. I think it's totally valid. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those games that does like for me as somebody who is, who is able-bodied and is, I mean, granted getting older, it's not, it's not like my reflexes yeah. probably are like what they used to be, but like it is something that does, I think I enjoy a lot just because it does have this sense of reward i'm not yep. just upgrading and upgrading and upgrading and my number just happens to be higher i'm legitimately figuring out systems and being rewarded for it mm-hmm. and that's like there, there's something rewarding about that and i'm in, i'm enjoying it a whole heck of a lot i see i mean i really 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 dig this game um and i i have hit I've hit like I've hit the wall within the game where like the game very much tells you it's like either you have to figure this out or you know you might have to like go back and like change how you're approaching this or something else. Um, but to start out, I mean, first area I went through, made it to the first boss, like on my first go, um, and I made it to him. I think two or 
the another two times and I finally beat him my third time at like age 50 something. And then I started okay. club at 50 something and I didn't really understand how the game worked. I'm like, Oh, it doesn't reset every time I have to go in lower. And so I worked my way yeah. back through yep. the first area a couple of times and worked my way down to like 29. Um, what I didn't really realize was that in the first area, I think a lot of people, this is probably a very similar story most people go through is like you kind of just brute force your way through the first area it doesn't yeah. require a ton of like technical or tactical like mastery of the game you kind of just like just beat the crap out of people and move on yeah. it was in the second area of the game that i really began to appreciate what the game was like trying to do because the game's at that point like, okay well you know you know how to like beat someone up now let's now it's time for you to learn how to like effectively work through an area and like take down the boss. This is no more. Can you just be a bull in a China shop? It's now yep. you have to be, um, I don't even know what a good analogy of this would be, but the game forces you to learn it. And that's what I've been doing yeah. Yeah. recently. And I'm down now to where I start the club, uh, area age 22. I can make it to the boss and he just whacks me. And it's not that I can't hang <laughs> with the boss. Um, the second area very much demands that you learn this game for anyone who hasn't like picked it up. Um, and I hope that you do. Cause it is like the art style is great. The music's great. It's a lot of fun. Like getting down combos is simple and effective. It's just learning how to tie everything together is what this specific area is trying to do. And that's where I'm at with it. It is those twins. And we talked about this before we like turned it on recording. There's like these trials that you have to do before the second boss. Mm-hmm. And I can get through the first two pretty easily now. But that third one, man, they just absolutely kick my booty left, yep. right, up, down, and sideways. Um, yep. And so I'm, I'm working getting through that but. Overall, like the game's a blast to play, and it is insanely fun to pull off like the finishing moves to get like your focus bar up to pull off like a special move that you can do. Mm-hmm. I think the maps and like level designs are structured in a way for you to succeed very well as long as you have like learned to pick up what you're doing with the environment. There's other weapons you can find, the little totems that you can go and like activate different. Uh, abilities based on your age, um, your uh, score for that level, or the experience points that you have, I think are vital um, and yep. like really good and well placed throughout the levels. Essentially, like going to the boss, I can have a high death counter, but because I have over a thousand XP, I can reset my death counter from six to zero and go into the fight with Sean with. A couple extra lives, realistically. Yep. Um, yep. And so much of it, like they have made this game where it's like we have you have all the tools immediately at your disposal. Everything else is just fluff for you to do it in cooler ways or maybe quicker ways. But in reality, everything that you need to beat any enemy, any boss, and get through any encounter is immediately at your fingertips. It's just up to you to learn how to do it. And I yep. appreciate a game that sets itself up like that is very much like you have all the tools. Go succeed. Fail, fail, fail. Continue getting up. You will figure it out. And I have 
because eventually going through the secondary so many times, I got to go back to the first and I could just clean house because I knew what I was doing. I wasn't the bull in the China shop anymore. And yeah. it was immensely, immensely satisfying. And yeah. I'm very excited to keep like working through it, figuring like it out. It is a strong early goatee contender, in my opinion, okay. um, for myself. And yeah, seafood, it's, it's good. It's just, it's a really yeah. good game. Um, yeah. And it isn't, it isn't for everybody. I mean, <clears throat> it isn't one of those games that you can kind of blanketly say is for everyone the way that, no. you know, a lot of Nintendo games are, um, the way that you might say like Breath of the Wild is or something like yeah. that. It just unfortunately is not. Um, but I mean, if it is something like, it's very stylish. The art direction, I think, is like brilliant. I think there are a lot of like so really good. neat, trippy sections in there. Really, just like um, awesome presentation. And if you're at all a fan of, um, like, just there are not a lot of great kung fu martial yeah. arts games. Um, so games like um, Sleeping Dogs was a mm -hmm. huge one that like um people liked a lot of the martial arts combat and that like you know if that's something that you like i mean it's worth checking out seeing if you can kind of um piece together some of that stuff see if, if it's something for you because i do feel like people who are up for the challenge who do feel like they can kind of take some of that on that they could be really really into this game mm -hmm. um it's just you know not a, not the most accessible game out no. there. Um, so, like we said, with that, they're bringing in easy mode and also a very hard mode, to my understanding. But very hard mode, yeah, Goodness. right. The accessibility is always a win, in my opinion. Like it doesn't detract anything from the base game by adding in different like levels of difficulty. It's just like, hey, here's how like we intended the game to be played, but also we put this in here um, in case people like just don't want to have to play this like ridiculously hard game. They can still experience it. I don't think that attracts from like any point of gaming. And I've seen yeah. a lot of pushback on like you were saying earlier and like on Sekiro, like there's a lot of pushback, like, Hey, like that's not that type of game. And I mean, I think ultimately it's up for the developer to decide and they've decided that, you know what it is. It is that type of game and yeah. we're going to let more people play it and we're going to, give them an easy way to do it. And if that's how they choose to do it, then good for them. Like that's how they like, that's what matters. So, yep. um, I, I'm a big fan of it. Um, and yeah, it'll be good. In my opinion. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we can, um, to talk about, you know, we're going to, uh, how should I phrase this? <laughs> I mean, we're taking a quick break. Um, we're going to talk about Nintendo <laughs> direct quick... here. And because we have lots, yeah, we're gonna, lots of thoughts on the Nintendo Yeah, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. Um, it was a home These run. games are more accessible, I think, is what I was trying yeah. to go for. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back and uh, talk more about that. All right, Corey. Uh, Nintendo Direct. It happens. Yes. Yeah, um, is this the best how, Nintendo Direct? I, you know. I mean... I know. I don't know. I. Mm, I mean. That's I. Blasphemy, man. Well, okay. So, 
so you you were very much into it. I was I was very much into it. There yeah. was a lot of really neat stuff there. Um, I think you know I've I've said this before. Um, I think you have to go into Nintendo direct with nothing, right? Because there really isn't. I mean, you never know. You don't know if like they're just going to be. Like, this could have been Zelda and Mario and, like, every big game you could imagine, Metroid Prime 4 and all this kind of stuff just hitting you in the face over and over. Or it could be none of those things, or it could be a mixture of those Mm -hmm. things. Um, You literally never know. Um, I think this Nintendo Direct was very good, Um, but there was also stuff in it that I was, like, reasonably disappointed by which Fair. we'll we'll talk Fair. about but um yeah Corey, i mean what's um you know we don't ha- there was a lot of stuff it was a 40 minute direct we don't have to mm-hmm. break down everything yeah. um but rattle off like what what excited you what what got your blood pumping um i mean mario strikers that looks insane okay. yep. um yep that, that's- mario strikers is coming out um In june or july they- i think yeah, it's a sequel to the GameCube soccer Mario game, which I think's the only Mario soccer the game there's one. been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw it. And I was like, hey, yeah, this is this is gonna be right up Corey's alley. I'm excited yes. about it. I like Mario sports games anyway, yeah. um, but specifically being soccer, I feel like that's oh, it's, a, it's very much the a Venn diagram of of the Mario and soccer in your life will. If only there's like Converge. some sort of D and D in there, and it would be just like pure shit. Uh, yeah. Yes, but um, Critical Role soccer yes. game. Oh, oh, give it to me. Um, <laughs> let's see what else was there. Um, there's on. I mean, I've seen some people like bash on it, but uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. Um, yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm. I'm sorry to hit back to back sports games, but we're just kind of rolling no. through and. So Nintendo Switch Sports um, is what, Corey? I mean, if you ever had a Nintendo Wii, like almost every single home in America did, <laughs> you had Wii Sports. And yep. it was a shame that the Nintendo Switch, and quite really a travesty, that they didn't include um, a Switch Sports game um, for launch. But guess what? They have decided to release a Nintendo Switch Sports, which will consist of, you guessed it, soccer, um, volleyball, yep. golf, bowling, um, badminton, and tennis, I believe. Um, and uh, sword fighting? Did you say that? I did not say that, but yes, I think okay. it will have yep. sword fighting as well. And yeah, it looks um, pretty, pretty good. My opinion, but they're bringing back the Mies, uh, the Wii Mies into Switch Mies. And yeah, uh, it looks like which I'm, be- I mean, not to gloss over that um, too quickly, but they, so I am kind of confused about the Switch Mies because, like, yes, <laughs> they look good. Like, they, they the character models look really good, but. I swore at some point in the trailer, I saw like the old ugly faced Wii Mies pop up. So I mean, I'm there's not always sure, the ugly faced like, ones. 
just for the well, lies. you know what I mean. Like the ones that look exactly like the same me that we've seen for the last fifteen years. Like, okay, yeah. So I'm not sure. Is it like? Is this going to be like the whole new? Like they're revamping the whole me line, or is this like? Oh, these are the models we created, but you're using your ugly ass me. Like, I mean, what exactly? That's what I I can't figure mm. out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is, either. That might be something that we just kind of figure out day of yeah or maybe they got more info closer to time yeah um i'm you know i'm reasonably excited about it i played a lot of wii sports in a lot of different places i feel like everybody did oh yeah i mean it's it was just kind of like a it was a classic i mean i have seen wii sports being played as recently as less than a week ago um i mean yeah i mean it's good it's they knock it out i mean that game yeah, I mean, it, I'm, yeah, I mean, even if I don't play it a ton, like, I'll, I will definitely get it as an mm-hmm. option for, like, some party experiences, exactly. but, like, um, even if I don't play it a ton, like, yeah, you said it at the beginning, like, the fact that it was not, like, a debacle, that it did not exist really? up until this point is just, I mean, it's a travesty. Um, but, yeah. Um, what else, you, what else you got, Corey? What else did you like? I mean, let's get the elephant out of the room. Fire Emblem Three Houses Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite games ever. It is, in my opinion, one of the best games ever. Um, And now they're releasing Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, which I'm always excited for the... I'm excited for another game in the Three Houses universe. What I'm not excited Mm -hmm. about is that it's going to be a Musou game, which just sounds like it's going to be... (laughs) <laughs> almost a slog to work through. I mean, there's some people who like Musou games. I don't. Uh, I mean, the most recent one I played was Persona 5 Strikers. And yep. again, I played that really solely so I could hang out with the Phantom Thieves again. And I will be playing Three Hopes solely to be hanging out with the Three Houses gang again. I care nothing for the combat of what yep. will be just, I think, utter poo-poo. And I think, I mean, legitimately, I think that's most people. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was in the same spot. I saw it pop up. I saw, like, heard Fire Emblem themes mm-hmm. and was mm-hmm. excited and then saw immediately that it was going that direction and almost wanted to throw right. hands. Like, yeah, I was like, I was not happy about it. And it's not, I mean, like, Zelda did a similar thing where yes. Hyrule Warriors mm-hmm. 2 kind of functions as a like it's in canon Breath of the Wild stuff. And so like for people who were um wanting more Breath of the Wild content like outside of Breath of the Wild 2, I mean th- that was the opportunity. Yeah. And there was a new story, there was new all this kind of stuff. Um but it's that thing. Like it's it's playing a game mm-hmm. in a like in a genre that you just don't want to play. Yeah. And like, just to get that. And that, that's the thing that bums me out is like, I would be so into playing more fire emblem content, like another DLC, something, but like, uh, I don't want to yeah. play. I, I don't want to play, play a dynasty Warriors it's fire all, emblem game. They're, they're rarely good games. Rarely. They're, um, <sighs> It's it's a little frustrating because yeah. I'm sitting here like at least give us a sequel like 
pull off like something where there's like time travel involved and you bring back other maybe that's coming down the line maybe it is i don't know but they yeah and they will i mean i think they still like i mean the reality is like they're fire emblem like they're gonna come out with a whether it's a full new fire emblem game a sequel to three houses a remake of an older fire emblem Mm. they're gonna come out with something new in the next year or two like it's not this does not mean that that's not no. coming. It's just this like, is a stock you know, app. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited about it, but you know, it is what it is. Like I, yeah. I did. I was also one of the people like loved three houses, loved being in on that. Um, mm. So definitely want more. Um, it kind of reignited like a fire in me to be back into fire emblem games again. But I, this is not, helping on that nope. end i'm mm. not not no, in not. on fire emblem more <laughs> no not at all oh. i'll play it i'll spend money on yeah. it it'll be okay um yeah. let's see yeah. what yeah. i'll run through quickly a couple of the others there was portal one and two being brought over yep. to switch i haven't played either but they are constantly you've never about. played a portal game Corey. Nope, I haven't. Oh my god, <laughs> you were the dumbest boy in school. Well, guess what? Goodness. This dumb boy's gonna learn at some point this year. Yeah. Um because yeah. I will be downloading those and playing both um Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings. Um yep. I'm excited to play. Um Noticeably absent as Mother Three, which <laughs> also yeah. seems like kind of a slap. To be yeah. like, here's Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, and it's gonna be there today, everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, yep. yeah. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Um, Live a live looks really cool. It looks really, yeah. really cool. So um, to stop I'm on that for that. a second. Um, yeah, I know you're excited. Yeah. About this, so hit me with your thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I. I think at some point I've heard the name. It's either Live Alive or it's Live Alive. I've heard the name, but beyond that, I have next to no understanding of it. Um, But it legitimately, I mean, it's cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, now granted, like they're, they are, remaking it in the style of like Octopath with its like diorama stuff. But I mean, it basically, that's a big dub. Yeah. Yeah. The, but the story itself basically kind of implies that Octopath copied everything from (laughs) live alive. You heard it here first people. 20 (laughs) years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty much. Yeah. It's very, because I mean, it is that, Story. I, I mean, nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's the same sort of thing. Eight heroes, eight different scenarios, mm-hmm. eight stories you can play at any different point. Like, it's all this kind of stuff. Like, but now it also looks like Octopath. It's basically like, hey, you want to play more Octopath that's just not Octopath and came out like 30 years ago? Here you go. And honestly, I'm about it. I'm here for it. I Octopath's great. am super in on this. Yeah, I, I'm fully here for it. And yeah, it just looks good. I mean, these types of games have me pumped. Because, uh, I mean, Triangle Strategy is coming out here in a couple of weeks. I am yep. immensely excited for that. They showed off a little bit more, I think, now. 
chapter three is available to play for free on a demo. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Up to the demo now goes up through chapter three and the progress carries over. I'm not going to play. I just want the full. I'm yeah, just kind of that type of There's person. too much going on for me anyway with Sifu at Forbidden West next week. There's Elven Ring after that. Then it's that. I'd rather just wait till I have it. Just roll. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where I'm uh that that's where I am on it. So um but yeah, um they showed a little bit of that. They show a little bit more Kirby. Um for everybody who is wondering, <laughs> Kirby's mouth is Kirby. freakish now is and scary. Um, Kirby yeah. <laughs> is terrifying now. It's it's this weird thing that they've done with the switch this door this I mean, this generation with the Switch, where like Mario Odyssey did this, Kirby's doing this, where it's this like weird melding of like Mario in a real world with like real looking people and like a lot of real objects. And like Kirby now, like big old mouth wrapped around a real looking car, car. like, you know, or Or a a traffic traffic cone. cone. (laughs) Which I'm like, what's the purpose of this? Is there a purpose outside of maybe piercing like? an odd like structure or two. But. It is so dumb, but I am so into it because I just, I Kirby games are fun. Like there is, I mean on the opposite end of like Sifu and stuff like that, like it's just fun it's and just like fun. Yeah. And that's the thing that I am like, just I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to, just some Kirby stuff in a more open style. And I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, they showed, they showed like brief glimpses, like um, Splatoon 3's Horde mode, mm-hmm. which I never played Salmon Run. Um, mainly just like, I like Horde modes, but I just never really played Splatoon with other people, um, partially because Nintendo's like party, like making system has always been pretty abysmal um so trying yeah so trying to like group up with friends has always been hard um but they showed a little bit more of advanced wars reboots which i'm excited about um yeah have you ever played advanced wars no i've heard some talk about it and chatter on reddit but um these look good i'm i don't know if i will pick them up but they look very sleekish i like the style that i'm like you know what i might just grab these just to see but I'm yeah. I I'm I'm kind of split. Like so, I played both. There were more. So there were there was another Advance Wars on DS, but this is a reboot of the two that were on GBA. Mm. I played both of them, loved both of them, um, and I'm a little bit split. Like I kind of do prefer the pixely kind mm-hmm. of art style. Um, anybody who's played war groove, like it's a lot more kind of in that realm, at least look wise. Um, but I definitely think you should, um, consider getting advanced wars whenever it comes out, because especially like being into fire emblem and stuff as you've been yeah. more recently. Um, it's definitely going to be up your alley. Um, okay. it is very much in that, in that lane. Um, and very good. A lot of fun. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, Chrono Cross coming to Switch. Just a remaster in <sighs> yes, general. But 
Um, Give me Chrono Trigger. I want to play <laughs> that game. I don't care about Chrono Cross. So, like, Chrono Cross, it's weird because, like, I had no grasp of Chrono Cross whenever I was younger. Um, just because, like, they were... Chrono, I mean, it doesn't seem so weird now, but whenever I was a kid, like, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross being, like, on different, not just different generations, but, like, different, like, systems, like, yeah. being Chrono Trigger being Nintendo, uh, Chrono Cross being on PlayStation, mm-hmm. it was this, like, it was just this thing, like, Chrono Cross, I didn't really put it together that they were connected in any sort of way, mm-hmm. um, so as much as I loved Chrono Trigger whenever I was a kid, I never played Chrono Cross. I never had any sort of grasp of it. Um, so, but I've always, I mean, like, I've never heard anybody say, like, Chrono Cross is better than Chrono Trigger. Like, I think that yeah. there's kind of this general, I mean, I'm sure there are people who feel that way, but, like, I think the general consensus is that, like, Chrono Trigger's always, like, been yes. the yeah. thing. Like, the um, kind of pillar in that space but like i've heard a lot of good things about chrono cross um so having the opportunity to play it um it's coming out on switch but it's also coming out on i think everything else ps4 pc i mean like um, it's going everywhere yeah um but just the opportunity to kind of like play it on a more modern console i think is great so Mm -hmm. i'm excited for it no it'll be good but again give me chrono trigger that's all I can yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here like trying yeah. to find a DS just so I can play Chrono Trigger. Like, <laughs> don't make me do it, Nintendo. Um, what did yeah. you think of the um, announced DLC for Mario Kart 8 post okay, so six years or if not longer of the release of Mario Kart 8? Okay, so I'm going to dig in on this bullshit. Yes, um, yes, hit us with this. <laughs> hit us with Okay, it. so... <laughs> So here's here's my thing. Here I I have been you can go back. I used to have a blog that I just wrote like personal stuff and I would do like predictions. I mean, I was making like predictions of like, oh, Mario Kart 9 is going to be this year like back be, in yes, 2017. like 2017, 28 like I mean it was just Mario Kart 8 came out in 2013. It was this thing where it was like, you know, it's it's due. Like, I mean, in a similar way that like Animal Crossing was due way by the time like New Horizons came out. Like yes. it, it's just due. And they prolonged it with deluxe. And that's fine. It's whatever. But it was a thing like I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I I am very much split because here, here is what I think is going on. I think based on some of the rumors. And just the fact that all of these tracks, every single one of these tracks is a remastered Mario track. I think that Mario Kart 9 will end up being like the Smash Brothers equivalent of a Mario Kart, like a Nintendo Kart, where it is like it's going to be everything where it's Mario characters, but it's pared down and has more like. Now it's Animal Crossing. Now it's Link. I mean, I know yes. Link and Animal Crossing characters and Splatoon characters are in Mario, but I think that that's kind of the the stepping stone to it. Like now, and so yeah. my thinking being, they're not going to remaster a bunch of these tracks and throw it into 
this new game because it's like, well, these are all Mario Kart tracks. We're going to make some unique, like, here's a Kirby track. Here's a, like, whatever. Um, And so, like, and maybe there was this thing where, like, partway through the development, like, they were remastering all this stuff. And they were like, well, shit, like, let's go, let's do this thing. Let's make the Smash Brothers Ultimate of Mario Karts. And then they were like, well, what are we going to do with all these tracks? Like, let's put, like, that's where I'm thinking they are. Is that this is an opportunity for them to, like, further capitalize on their install base that have Mario Kart 8 because it's the highest selling Switch title. Yes. But also, and also kind of like sate people in the interim until this, like, bigger Nintendo Kart racer comes out. Um, But it does not make me any less frustrated (laughs) by that (laughs) fact because, like, I don't know. I mean, realistically, I guess I can't be too upset because if you were to ask, what do I want the most from a new Mario Kart game? It's new tracks Mm -hmm. because like I've been playing the same. I mean, I've played a lot of Mario Kart 8. I've played it. My wife and I. Yeah. I mean, my wife and I used to play it. Just she and I like we would go like huge evenings just playing it. I've played it with family. I've played it like. I I have played it in so many different settings and the reality is like I know these tracks too well and I need some new tracks to play. Yes. And that is what this is. It is the it is doubling the amount of tracks that is in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe yeah. right mm-hmm. now. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so I like mean, a $25 there's part DLC of me that feels like a lot, but but at the same time, I mean, like, I get you know, Mario Kart 8 in and of itself costs 60 bucks and then Deluxe costs 60 bucks. And then this is like exactly. doubling the tracks and they're giving it for 25. Like on paper, I shouldn't be livid, but I'm livid. I As just you should be like, As you should it's be, been Chris. 10 years. Just new game. Like, let's go already. You cowards. Nintendo. Come on. I'm not going to get it. I'm going to wait for them to drop nine like next year. I'm going to get it. I mean, I'm I'm going to get it. I'm going to like it. I'm going to get I like I am not I mean, for as much as I love Mario Kart 8, like I'm not going to not get more Mario Kart tracks. I can be mad about it. I can be frustrated, <laughs> but but at my heart, but, but I am a consumer it. and I'm I live in a capitalist society and I will buy the things that they give me because like I'm that's what I'm conditioned to do because I need I that serotonin. I need that yeah, serotonin. Yeah. But yeah, it was it. a frustrating thing whenever I saw that pop in. It was like Mario Kart, Excuse new Mario Kart. And it was like, nope, it's more Mario me? Kart 8. And I was like, this BS, you guys. Uh, but yeah, it's um, mixed feelings. Mixed, mixed feelings. feelings. I'm, I, I you. you know, I, I do hope the thing that would make me mad, I think, at this point yes, yeah. is if they, if they come out with Mario Kart, if they come out with the next entry and it's just Mario Kart 9, like if they don't yes. double down and make this gigantic Nintendo Kart thing and they're just like, here's Mario Kart 9, we put in like 18 Mario Kart courses and we carried over some of the remaster courses that we ported over from, I will be like, yeet this <laughs> game out of the window. <laughs> like, geez. I, like, I will, I mean, it's, I will it's be... such a layup. And then I'm sitting here like, okay, 
this is Nintendo we're talking about. Like, will they? Like, will they just go and like screw this up? They just might. It's too easy. Yeah. There's no way to predict it. Like, there's no way to just know what they're going to do because Nintendo doesn't do what what anybody Nintendo does whatever Nintendo do. wants to do. Doesn't matter right. if you want it or I want it. It's like this is what we feel like is best. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but moving on from that, I need to I need to calm yes. down, Corey. <laughs> um, the the only other big thing. Um, was there one more thing, which was uh, Xenoblo- Z- Xenoblonicles, um, Xeno- Xenoblade Chronicles 3 um, being announced for September, which I think I had heard like a few rumors about mm-hmm. that it was like potentially coming out, but it was announced full on and it's supposed to be. Um, I've never so I am Xenoblade I'm, Chronicles, so this is the floor is yours, Christopher. Well, I'm not too far off from that, so I've never played one. Okay. Like I didn't have my Nintendo Wii very long. I played a couple of core games and I sold it off and came back to it later, but missed a significant amount of that. Okay. Um, did play Xenobar? Zen- I did this. play I Chronicles two, um, and didn't love it. Okay. Like it's just uh, like it seems like one of those series. At least from what I understand, what I've read is like either you absolutely love this. Or you don't hate it. You're just like, it's just not for me. Yeah. And that's about how I was. I put in about 25, 30 hours. Like I made a significant carving through that. But like one day I was just playing it and I was like, I'm, I'm just going to put it down and not pick it up again. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it just, it wasn't a thing where like I hated it. I just didn't have any sort of passion to keep playing it. Anywhere past where I played it. Um, and so, like, I'm, I am tepid about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because, like, it's supposed to be this big, I think it's supposed to have, like, a big connection to 1 and 2. Like, it's okay. supposed to have this kind of, like, big, you know, um, draw for fans of the series. I'm not a fan of the series. I'm, I would mm-hmm. like to be. I mean, right. I'm a big JRPG person. But it's so far it hasn't like they haven't really hit me. Um, So, you know, I mean, me being who I am, will I pick up Xenoblade Chronicles three? Probably. Honestly, Um, I would like to pick up Xenoblade Chronicles one, the remaster that they did on the switch. But again, it's one of those things like Xenoblade is like, is a beefy JRPG. Like, I mean, it's like hundred hours. I mean, it's, it's not a, it is not a thing that you go into lightly. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the hard thing with it too. And that's what it, that's what ended up making me put down Xenoblade Chronicles too, is like, I was 25, 30 hours in and I was like, okay, like I'm enjoying it, but like, do I enjoy it enough to put in another 75 hours? And I was like, not really. Like I, I don't honestly, <laughs> and and I also don't care enough about like what's because I mean that's the thing is like JRPGs too. Like a lot of times, even if you're getting annoyed by some of the systems, like you're you're into it enough, like you're into the story enough mm-hmm. to where you want to see it through. And I wasn't like I didn't yeah. I didn't care. I was like I was just I was along for the ride. Like it was right. you right. know, um, and so I don't know. I'm I. 
Xenoblade may never click with me. I don't know. Um, Some people, you know, it's the, it's the best thing ever, but I don't think I'm glad that they exist. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm all about like weird JRPGs being, being a thing and like keep making more of them and I don't have to like everything. That's fine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, anything else from direct that caught your eye specifically? Not really. Um, there was a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of neat stuff, but uh, you know, I think that honestly, I think we kind of dug through most of it. I think no man's sky comes to switch. It kind of yeah, looks like, ass. is that going to be, I um, mean, okay. Is that going to be like a full on port or is this like a cloud based thing? They didn't announce it. And if it's running on switch, I would be shocked. Is that is yeah. a beefy game? A very good game now. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, it's, it's done very well over the years. Um, but that would be a beefy game for the Switch to run. It's got yeah. a lot of work. If I mean, looking at it, it doesn't. I mean, I don't see any information that says one way or the other. Okay. Um, the I mean, having looked at the trailer, it seems to me like it's if. It seems to me like they may be planning on going for a release on the Switch because it definitely does not look great. Um, and we also that's like impressive it, considering it, it would be very impressive to have that. Um, and I think that there's a lot of excitement. No Man's Sky, like I played a lot of whenever it first came out and have tried to get it's just like it's not a game, it's not the game for me. Like, Honestly. I played a lot of whenever it first came out and played a little bit of whenever they did their big update, but I'm, I'm not going to play it on switch. I don't think I think um, it's a good game so. for the switch though, considering especially for oh, me, it's like, I never wanted to play it for long hours, but like, let me go check out the solar system bounce around these four planets. And then, like, okay, well that was fun. Kind of a thing. I think that kind yeah. of, I mean, there's more to the game than that. So like, there's a whole, almost like Minecraft esque game to it for me it was always like let me see what these like four worlds have and like one of them was this giant like like um hexagon like odd sphere like the whole planet was like hexagons with like weird honey like goop that would seep out and they would form into like these balls it was freaking nuts i'm like that is awesome kind of a thing um and like seeing that for like you know 30 45 minutes like this is sick. And then after that, like, well, I don't really want to fly to another solar system again. So I'd rather yep. just put it yep. down. I think that kind of style switches. Very, very good. I agree. I mean, I think it'll, I think it's definitely going to be something that, I mean, if it runs well, um, I think could find a good home on the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just definitely not going to be my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but again, that's fine. Not everything yeah. has to be. No. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, beyond that, I mean, I think that was most of the things. A couple I, other I things, but most of the things. nothing that really like nothing that I loved. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, anything else, Corey? Anything? No, I mean, um, I think that's about it for me on my end. I mean, I mean, next week we'll probably be looking more into the last bits of Sifu and. Um, Yep. Forbidden West hits next Friday. So depending on when we yep. record, we 
usually record on Thursday evenings. Um, we probably won't get a chance to talk about it, but who knows? But after that, we are we are about to hit some beefy games, dude. Forbidden West, yeah, Elden Ring, and then Triangle Strategy back to back to back weeks of games. All three yep. will easily be like sixty hours apiece. Yeah, um, if not. More. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely expect, and also, I mean, definitely expect us to have kind of like, you know, a ping pong of expertise on some Mm. of this because like, um, I've mentioned before, I plan on replaying Horizon Zero Dawn before Mm. Forbidden West, so it's not going to be first on my docket. Um, Elden Ring will, I think we've kind of, we're kind of on the opposite ends of that where we're going to probably go on Forbidden West. more so right out, out of the gate. Um, so that'll just mean, you know, you'll have some comprehensive thoughts about one yes. thing. I'll have some mm-hmm. comprehensive thoughts about something else. And we'll have a nice little tete-a-tete, back and forth. Yes. Ping-a-pong. Yes. Um, to the ping. But yeah, it's, it's coming up, Corey. We got a, yes. we got a spring ahead of us. It's going to be blossoming. So I, I'm pumped yeah. for it. I'm um, very pumped for it. Yeah. But uh, Corey. Um, where can people find you on the internet until oh, then? Please, uh, give me a follow over at either on Insta, Ashley Thrasher, Twitter at stay thrashy. And most importantly, go, uh, give us a follow over at, uh, arcade underscore cozy. Let us know what games you're playing. Let us know what your thoughts on the podcast are. You can easily do that by, um, liking and giving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Love to hear what you're thinking. Um, we always love, um, good conversation, good criticism, good praise. Who doesn't love good praise? Yeah. Um, yeah. but that's where you can find me, Chris, where can our fellow, um, cozy arcaders find you? Um, you can find us on, um, at arcade cozy on Instagram. Um, you can also email us if that's more your thing at arcade cozy at gmail.com. Um, Who love feel free. Um, yeah. Feel free, please. If you email us, we may, uh, I mean, we'll definitely respond, but we may also talk about it on the show. Um, the more unhinged, the more likely, um, you can find me always better in this scenario. (laughs) You can find me at Swiss Von Joe on Twitter. You can find me at four point pixel on Instagram. And, uh, you can now Corey, you can, as of this last week, you can now shop the, uh, four point store, um, four point store.com has launched officially and, um, gamer clothing abound. Um, you can find a handful of launch items, not a, not a huge, huge selection. Um, but I curated a nice little small batch to launch off with. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been nice. It's been a lot of fun to get going and there's been a lot of, um, a lot of positive outreach and a lot of people have like been really excited about it. So if that kind of sounds your speed, if you like some simple, more minimalist, even if it's not minimalist, but a little bit more like, you know, tasteful gamer apparel, please check it out. Fourpointstore.com at fourpointstore on Instagram. Um, feel free. Hit us up. Thank you. Please. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Corey, that was episode 27. number 27. In the books. Um, yeah, next week, like we said, a um, little bit of cleanup before the big storm. Yes. Um, 
But uh, until then, I hope you have a good week, Corey. Yeah, you as well, man. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, this, I am pumped to text you when I finally beat Sean. And it's going to be like, this just in. Sean's a bitch. And I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah, I, I remember that text. Um, I still have, I think, that picture of the text whenever you f- beat the flame. Was it the flame lurker? Yeah. On Demon's Souls. I beat him first try, yeah. though. That was like, yeah, never you played did. Demon's Souls. So just walked in. Yeah. Whooped him. This just in. Uh, what, what did I, I text it's you? A bitch. This, yeah. You said, <laughs> it's a bitch. Is what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pumped to do that when I finally beat Sean. It's gonna be, I'm, gonna, I'm it's pumped to receive so, that text. It, it's either going to yeah. be at like 5.45 a.m. or like at 11.30 at night. There's no in between. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But until then, Corey, um, this has been Arcade Cozy. Um, life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? Uh, let's go. Bye bye.